Aiden, can you pass me that beat? Yeah, here you go, Nathan. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Blind Bears. In this episode, we're going to be reviewing what it's like to get stuck in a rut and what some of the positive ways are to get out of it. Personally, this hits quite close to home, as I'm pretty much stuck in a rut at the moment. But we'll get into that a bit later. As usual, we're your hosts. I'm Nathan. And I'm Hayden. Thank you for that introduction. So, you know, straight off the bat, you know, I've been in a rut as well. You know, throughout all of 2020, it was a rut that I was in. And that was just caused through work, lack of motivation, no fulfillment, and really no direction or end goal to my days. And, you know, we'll come back to that. But let's dive into your story, Nathan, about the rut that you're currently in. Yeah, so currently I'm in a rut because, you know, my workplace is sort of, you know, it's falling apart a little bit. They're not sort of giving us that reward or fulfillment or, you know, they don't really value us, I would say. Yep. And so, you know, before COVID um, 2019 or 2018, I would say, whatever. Yeah. Um, Seems like a long time ago now, doesn't it? Yeah, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, we were going to Melbourne for our TAFE, right? And so, you know, we'd go to Melbourne, you know, it would be rewarding. You'd know what you'd go there for. You'd go there to learn about the brand. It was all on brand. So it was very specific. It was easy to, you know, it was easy to understand because we were already hands-on with the brand. And it feels prestigious, right? You know, you're not doing the same tape that everyone's doing. You're doing this specific tape for this specific brand and, you know, you feel valued there. Yeah, you feel like you're a step above everyone else. Yep. And so, you know, our boss at the end of every week, you know, because we go down for a week, come back for a month. At, when we'd come back, he'd say, what'd you learn? What do you want to show me? And he'd, you know, when you'd show him something new, he'd say, wow, that's really good. That's good awesome. Good job. And he would really put value in you. You'd, you'd feel good about yourself. Yep. And so, you know, then COVID happened and so our TAFE sort of had to stop and we were still doing online courses and online classes, but you know, it's, our job is very Mm hands-on and so therefore you can't really like get that hands-on experience. You're more so learning just pen and paper. And so then, you know, that TAFE, they shut down due to COVID and so then I had to, you know, I had six months off of no training at all and I understand that a lot was shut down with COVID and you know, there was like no, nothing was open, I would say. Yep. And I mean, a lot of your fulfillment from your job came from the TAFE that you're learning, right? Because you have a hunger for knowledge and a hunger to learn and you're still quite young in your career. So you want to learn. And so, you know, that aspect was suddenly pulled away from you. Yeah. And it was like, even when we'd go back to work, our boss was valuing us as well. He would say, wow, that's a really good job. I'm really proud of you. Yep. And that, you know, it sounds like it's not much, but when you're, you know, you're working 10 hour days for you know five days a week six days a week and you know your boss at the end of it says wow you've done a really good job like i'm proud of you it really like it puts it's motivation because that is what a lot of people needed and what a lot of employers just should be doing is it's a small recognitions that means a lot to employees yeah that's the thing it's recognition but a lot of like my company they're sort of on and off with it you know at the moment i guess it is hard because you know we're sort of short in customers i would say and so you know things are getting a bit tighter and I would say that their value is a bit more money-based now, whereas before it was, you know, the career of their yep. staff. And so I guess, and that's really what's starting to drive you into this rut, right? Yep. Yeah, this is what's getting me stuck in that spot. Because there's, you know, they're not looking back and saying, wow, I'm really proud of you all. They're sort of just looking at the numbers. And the numbers, you know, there's no feelings in numbers. But the people behind it, they have feelings. And, you know, you sort of... <laughs> <laughs> that's very cute. <laughs> Was that deep? Or <laughs> that was very deep. But you're right, right? <laughs> there, there is no feeling in numbers and it is so important because the people behind those numbers is what drives the numbers yeah. at the end of the day. And when you lose sight of that, you know, you get people in your position now who are in the rut. They don't have the motivation. They don't have the fulfillment. They're going to work just for the sake of working. And I guess, is that what you're starting to feel now? 
Yeah, so I would say that, you know, our as our bosses are turning to different avenues to, you know, sort of get their rewards, they're sort of not looking at rewarding other people. And so, you know, then I'm sort of, I'm going, like, I'm still going to TAFE, but it's not as, you know, it's not as rewarding, it's not as knowledgeable. And so it's sort of making it a bit harder to get that fulfillment at work. Yep. And then, you know, I'm sort of looking at my friends for, you know, a bit of like bounce back, a bit of enjoyment on the weekend. But I would say that most of my friends are in a very similar spot. And, you know, since we're like, we're sort of in lockdown, not lockdown, but we're in restrictions at the moment. Yep. A lot of my friends are sort of, you know, not sure of what to do, what, like how to get out and use their time. And I would say that, you know, I'm sort of just like stuck in a rut with them as well. And because they're in a similar mindset, they're also, you know, they're looking at me for guidance. I'm looking at them for guidance. And we're both sort of just, you know, digging a hole. And I guess, would you start to say that every day or even every weekend is feeling the same? So you go to work and you're getting no fulfillment there. So, you know, you wake up, go to work and then say you go out to your friends. And does it just very, does it feel mundane? Does it feel routine? And yeah. is there any happiness really behind your days? It feels very routine, especially my work life. And, you know, I used to get a lot of enjoyment like going out on the weekends because we'd, before we'd go out, we'd go for walks, we'd go hit the beach. But, you know, as of recent, we've sort of stopped going. And so there's no, there's no like fulfillment on the weekend either. And yep. so work is like in a full rut, full rut. And so, and you know, you look at your friends for that like, support support and for them to help you get out yeah but and, sorry you no w- when they're not helping you get out right it's it's hard yeah and you're you know i voice i'm more than happy to voice my opinion you know it's part of the reason why we started this podcast yep and so i voice my opinion to my friends you know say i'm feeling like shit i need i need this i need like whatever it is and you know some of them are just like they're happy to like follow me and help me get there yep whereas other friends are just you know they're focused on their own thing they've got their own stuff going on they don't want to you know take the time out of the day to help yeah to help help you and okay i guess let's take a step back and dissect your rut so you see two clear distinctions with your rut one is work and one is your friends yep and was that something that you only came to the conclusion of recently or i guess how did you come to the conclusion because when you're stuck in a rut the most important thing to first get out is one acknowledge right acknowledgement is the first step of improving anything you know they say it in um addiction like First step is always acknowledgement that you do have a problem. Yeah. And, you know, in this situation, acknowledgement that you are in a rut. Because when you acknowledge it, you can identify the source and then help remediate the situation. So for you, how did you identify, you know, that it was work and then your friends? Well, I would say, because when you're stuck in a rut, it's also tunnel vision, I would say. Yeah. You sort of, you don't see the bigger picture. So I would say, you know, I sort of took a step back, but... Also with work, it was quite clear to see what was going on because, you know, it shut down due to TAFE and as soon as the TAFE stopped, that was sort of, that was the first step. That was the first thing that made me like not feel valued as much anymore. And was it at that point you realized that, okay, this might be the start of the rut? I didn't realize it at the time, but, you know, looking back, that was the start of it. But at the time I was like, oh, it'll get better. You know, like it was like, I didn't think that COVID was going to be this long. You know, we've been, we've had COVID for over a year which is quite ridiculous. Yeah. But at the start of it, I was like, you know, this will be a month and then we'll be going back to Melbourne. All good. What's a month lost, right? Yep. And, you know, that six months flew by, like six months, because we were in lockdown at that point as well. So we were just going to work, going home. Like you're just stuck in a bad routine. And we couldn't like, we couldn't even go out. You couldn't even go for, you could go for runs, but that was like it. 
Yep. And so you couldn't really use your time to, you know, feel better, better yourself and get your brain working. Yep. And I would say, looking back, that was the start of the rut, but like I could have done better to make it easier, I guess. Mm. I could have, you know, started doing more like for my own knowledge. Yep. Could have like read more, could have used my time better, but there was no motivation. Yep. And so this was sort of the point where I was understanding the signs of what it was like to be stuck in a rut. And, you know, looking back, you can see like this, like this was the source of my, you know, stuck in a rut at the time. And it wasn't until much later that I understood what the signs were that I was stuck in a rut with my social friends. And so, you know, looking at that, I was like before COVID, I was, you know, going out more, enjoying the sun, you know, just enjoying the weekend. And I was really looking forward to the weekend, but not to use it as an escape but to use it as a positive, like a reason to get out. Yep, agreed. And I mean, you know, tying back to the, my own situation, the rut that I was in, it, it was for the 12 months with work, I wasn't learning anything and I really felt mundane. And what happened was I'd wake up, I'd go to work, I'd go home and I'd sleep and I'd go to work. Every day started to feel the same. You know, every day it just felt like I was trying to get through. I had low motivation and honestly, there was zero fulfillment in the job that I was doing. You know, I used to love the job that I did i used to be so motivated the people that i worked with that i had so much fulfillment and i really did enjoy it but it just you know that last year that i was in that rut it was just all gone and then you know like i did want to change i really did want to change but for the last six years of my career that's where i'd been at that firm yeah and it was just a very hard thing to just say okay i want to step away because at one point in time i felt like i could have been there forever yeah and then so you know having that realization that i don't want to be here and i want to change it was a very scary scary thought but I was lucky that I was able to identify that, you know, my work is what's causing this rut. It's not anything else. And that was really, really important. And was there anything that changed your work? Like what was what was the first sign that was the yep. year stuck in a rut? And like the first sign that I had was, well, what caused it was I stopped learning. And then, you know, I just suddenly started to wake up more lethargic, more tired. And, you know, I'd go to work and I was getting worse at my job. Like I used to be very, very good at my job. And, you know, I just started becoming... Yeah. worse like my less motivation less motivation my quality was poor right and your energy level to go was dropping as well yeah like i'll just be there to go like i'd be there as a person was your work ethic dropping as well yeah my work ethic was dropping like i used to be able to work many many hours a week without issue and i just suddenly didn't even want to work over 40 hours right so and that was you know like i used to work 60 70 hours like at times and like that was fine i enjoyed it but yeah. then when I was in that rut, I was lethargic, no motivation. It was just fucking shit. And you weren't using any other escapes? Like you weren't getting out, going for runs, hitting the gym or anything? Not at that point in time. And I mean, I guess that's what we're going to come to with you, Nathan. So how do you see yourself being able to get out of this rut that you're in? So I would say that I have to, you know, first of all, I would say that I probably have to change the friends that I hang out with. You know, my friend group, they're sort of, they live for the weekend. They just want to drink. And, you know, some of my other friends, like yourself as well, you prefer getting out, you know, enjoying the day, going three hours down the coast. Depends on the day. Yeah, it depends on the day. <laughs> Could be a day. Could be a day for it. <laughs> um, but yeah, just getting out with friends that, you know, want to get out and use their time a bit better. And so finding that, that person or that set group is, you know, that's quite challenging, especially at our age. You're not sort of bumping into random people on the street making friends. Yep. And you're not in like school where you can just make friends like in a day. So, you know, you sort of have to reflect and look back at your friend group and sort of, you know, just ask them, hey, does anyone want to, instead of just drinking, like living for 
the night. Does anyone want to go out in the day? Go three hours down the coast, go hit some surf. Like you have to ask your friend group and then, you know, if someone's feeling the same way, they'll more than likely put their hand up and come with you for a nice little adventure. And I mean, that's the thing, you know, we've spoken about being initiators on this podcast before. Yep. Particularly in the context of drinking. Mm -hmm. But why can't you take that same methodology as being an initiator and apply it to just an actual positive outing? Well, it's, it's very doable. I mean, I would say that it's just, you know, it changes on your mindset. If you're, if you're stuck in a rut, you sort of get stuck in that negative mindset. Oh, I have to drink. Oh, I have to, you know, you see that you've had enjoyment in drinking in the past. And so yep. you just fall back into that easily. Yep. And I mean, that's the, I mean, the number one most important thing if you're stuck in a rut is self-care. Yep. Right. It's taking care of yourself first, because how can you take care of others if you can't take care of yourself? And yeah. you know, what form does that self-care come in differs from person to person. Yeah. You know, they say just being out, being outdoors, heading outside or just going for walks, going for down south for three hours. That is self-care, right? Because you're providing mental clarity and just clearing your mind of all the other things that's happening in that rut. And you're pretty much removing yourself from that little bubble that you're in. Yeah. And it also breaks up your routine when you start going to work, you know, 10 hours a day, you're sort of stuck in that routine of just go to work. Oh, now I'm tired. I don't want to go out. And then going out in the weekend, you know, building a healthy relationship with a friend, maybe your girlfriend, yeah, a girl off Bumble, Tinder, Tinder. Oh. For, for a bit of one night support. <laughs> one night support. Bumble, Tinder, Hinge, don't be afraid to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> but it does allow, <laughs> it does allow for, you know, building those relationships. And, yep. you know, that relationship, like it strengthens your motivation to go to work, to be a positive person. It does, because if they're providing a positive outlet on the weekend, it, re it reinvigorates some of your own passion. Yeah. And I mean, that is the other key thing, is having support around you. You know, whatever form that takes with your friends, your family. Girl of Tinder. Girl of Tinder, girl <laughs> of Bumble. You know, that support for the weekend is wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, you, you know, you got to look at those things because... Not everyone is going to reach out to you at any point in time and say, hey, are you okay? It's an unfortunate thing that that doesn't happen. Yeah, you have to put your hand up and say, I'm feeling bad. That's where, you know, for myself, I'm more than happy to talk to people. You know, that's part of the reason why we started the podcast. And so I'm more than happy to say to my friends, you know, I'm feeling like shit. This is why, you know, work's holding me down. You know, you guys are being a bit assholes. You're just only living to drink. I sort of, I want to better myself. Yep. And, you know, some of my friends are very supportive. They're like... That's good. That, like you're self-aware. You've addressed the situation or not addressed it. You've identified, yeah, identified the cause. Yep. And so you, now you have to address it. And the best way to address it with my social situation is just to ask, see if anyone wants to do anything different and then, you know, sort of take them, like take them on that. Yep. And I mean, we're doing that. A couple of my friends, we're doing a 100K walk in September. So, you know, once a month or twice a month, we're doing a lot of like 30, 40K walks. And that's a really positive outlet that I use my time in. And as much as I hate it, I really enjoy those walks because what else would I be doing with that time, right? Yeah. And it is just a case of getting out and it's making those small changes. I mean, granted that was a big change, but it's those small changes leads to big things. And I mean, in particularly when you're in a rut, you have to look at what is your purpose in life. It's like, if you're in a rut, it's because you have that lack of fulfillment, so, lack of purpose. So taking a step back is what you're saying. Correct. And I mean, you know, it's to help find your purpose. You just, you got to ask yourself some of these questions, right? You know, what parts of my life bring me joy? What is making me happy? What is making me stressed? And that's what you've got to look at. Okay, what's making me, like, what's making me stressed? Yeah. Remove that from your life. Then, you know, am I doing my current situation because I think that's what I should be doing or because I want to do it? Yeah. So, because you have to or because you want to. Yeah, Correct. And then, you know, you also got to ask yourselves, 
is what I'm doing bring me fulfillment? And am I, the, am I only sticking in this situation because I think this is what others want from me or because what I want from myself? And so what about being impulsive? Would you say that that's, you know, a positive? Ooh, interesting question. Yeah. Um, I think being impulsive in a good way. Yeah. Because when you're in a rut, it's because every day feels the same, right? Right. So if you're being impulsive, it means you're being spontaneous. Go on that three-hour drive on a weekend. You know, someone says, let's go do this tonight. Let's go hit the driving range. Usually you might say no. Be impulsive. Say yes. Fuck yeah. yes. Why not? Love yourself. Love yeah. your friends. Love yourself first, baby. Number one. That's it. You are number one. <laughs> and so, you know, it's being spontaneous and getting out, doing random things. Would you say that that's like a better use with someone? Do you try and drag someone with you? Some One of your friends that, you know, yeah. maybe hasn't been feeling the best? Yeah, of course. Like, I think it's hard to do things alone. Yeah. And I used to be very much in the mindset of, you know, it, it is only me. But, you know, that was a very immature mindset to have. Like, yeah. there is so many people around you. You just have to look. It's a very good point. Yeah. And it's something that you only, you realize as you get older is there are so many people that love and care about you, your friends, your family, and you just have to put your hand up. Yeah. And speaking isn't weak. It's not weak to speak. Remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah. Can we what, trademark that? Yeah, surely. <laughs> but even for us, right. When our friendship before, yep. um, when I think you were stuck in a rut before. Yep. And you know, it was because of a toxic relationship. Yep. And so then the way that you like you told me was you were sort of just like let's just go for a drive let's just get out you know you were spontaneous you were just hitting me up like let's go do something let's yeah. get out actually that's a very fair point i mean at the time i didn't realize it was spontaneous you had no idea what i was bringing you out for but i put my hand up i guess in a way to say look i recognize i can't do this alone yeah i just need some support there but even then like we weren't even there to talk about it we didn't even speak of the issue you were just there to well you just invited me to be there to, you know, just hang out. Yeah, and I guess you're right. That was a very spontaneous thing because it wasn't there to say, let's go talk. It was, let's do something. Yeah. I just need to remove myself from everything that's happening in this current state and just move away. Yeah, and take a step back and, you know, have a bit of time to myself. Yeah, and I mean, I guess another thing that I've done to help, you know, when I've been in the rut to just help ease myself is go to the gym. It was, you know, we said it before, just getting out. But getting to the gym really helped me a lot because I couldn't necessarily change my work situation, which is what caused the rut. But I could at least control some aspects. Get active, yep. get out, get moving. And I think it was an important thing is control. When you're a rut, you feel like you don't have control of yourself. Yep. You don't have you're control. Lost. You're lost. Yep. So going to the gym was a way for me to control my time. Just get back something in my life that I could take hold of, grasp and control. And that really, really helped. I mean, throughout that time, I ended up losing 13 kilos, provided a lot of mental clarity, but also mental stability. Yeah. 13 kilos is quite a lot, mate. It's pretty good. Yeah, I was a chunky boy. You were a chunky <laughs> boy, eh? Um, but so you, you were using the gym on your own or were you going with someone? Did you um, take a buddy? No. So like the gym that I went to when I go to still is very group-based. Right. And, you know, like I know the trainers quite well. So when I went there, it was a good environment. It was uplifting. You know, the endorphins are pumping, you know, the muscles are moving and... It so, fucking sucked for the first two weeks. Yeah. And so you're building relationships there as well. Yeah, correct. It, like, you're right. It comes down to the relationships, the support. You know, whether they know it or not, they're helping you. Yeah. And afterwards, you know, they might ask you to go for a coffee or whatever. And then, you know, you, you've got another avenue, another person to speak to. It's all rewarding in a way. But not as rewarding as Tinder, baby. Let's go. I got my likes back. Ooh, nice. <laughs> Fire up. <laughs> I mean, it would have been good on video and we're going to get that sorted for you guys soon, but... Hopefully you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember, it's not weak to speak. Thank you. This has been another episode of Two Blind Bears. Like, share and subscribe for more. Thank you.